Okay, I want to talk about bond boundaries. Because boundaries is a technique that is very, very helpful when you're dealing with other people that are either narcissistic, um, they either are sociopaths or psychopaths. So if you're a normal functioning person and you're perhaps too nice or too kind, you're going to really need strong boundaries because other people with pathology do not respect boundaries. They don't care about boundaries. So they will kind of King Kong their way into your space. They're the types of people that will interrupt your meetings. They will um, take up all your time. They will, um, when you're having a personal conversation, they will make it all about them. And so you really, really, I highly recommend having very strong boundaries. And this is what it looks like. With boundaries, it's not your job to heal other people. It's not your job to help other people as well, unless it's like a loved one or children or family member. It's not your job to heal other people unless you're like a trained psychologist or therapist. It's not your job. And sometimes people, you know, need to have their own boundaries with themselves because we often go above and beyond to help other people. And that's where you get into trouble because if you're dealing with a narcissistic person, they will just drain you of your energy or they'll just have you, you know, for every problem, for every solution, they have a problem. So if you are dealing with a narcissist, they may say, oh, you know, I don't know what to do. You know, my child is just running crazy and I don't know. And you may offer advice. Well, maybe you need some structure. And then the narcissist would say, well, no, structure doesn't really work. You know, I've tried this and that. And then you may offer another example of, well, maybe you need to have time where they need to play and kind of let out their energy. And you, you'll find yourself offering all these solutions to their problems. They don't care. They're not looking for solutions. They just want your attention and they just want your energy. So you'll find yourself in this constant loop of offering, offering, offering solutions. And they're taking and taking and taking. And then you end up depleted. So when a person says, you know, gosh, I don't know what to do, say, well, what, what have you tried? You know, gosh, you know, I don't know, you know, because I, I no longer often offer solutions to people. It's not my job. Unless you're paying me, I do not heal you. That's your job to heal your problems. You, you got yourself in this situation. You need to get yourself out of it. It's not my job to solve your problems. It's not my job to be your mother. Another one is, it's not my job to please you at my expense. It's not my job to please others at my expense. 
it's not my job to make it work if the effort isn't mutual. That's a big one. It's not my job to make it work if the effort isn't mutual. Meaning, if I'm putting all this effort into the relationship, but the person isn't reciprocated, they're, they're reciprocating, they're only taking, then that's not a relationship. A relationship is a two-way street. It's mutual. You know, and how you can tell when you're dealing with a person that's a taker is if you have a conversation or you're having lunch and the person will talk about themselves and all of their problems and then when it's your turn they'll change the topic like oh you know what are you doing this weekend and it's like well wait it's my turn it's my turn to tell you about my problems but they'll change the the subject because they don't want to hear about your problems. They only want to tell you about theirs. That's where you're going to see an imbalance in the relationship. And so what I do is if I've just spent 15 minutes listening to all your problems and then you change the subject to the weather, I go back to one of my problems that I want to talk about. Like, no, you know, weather's good or what I'm doing this weekend. You know, I just want to I want to go back to the topic that I was just talking about because that's what they do is they redirect you to a different topic because they don't want to listen to your problems. Because they don't care. That's the red flag. They change the topic because they don't care. So that's a red flag that they're just using you. And here's another one. It's not my job to continuously compromise. It's not my job to tiptoe around you. If you feel yourself having to tiptoe around a person, that's not a healthy person. There's usually something in your gut telling you there's something wrong with this person if you feel like you have to tiptoe around them. You're either worried about them, you know, they're going to have like an emotional explosion or they're going to, you know, have a temper tantrum. But when you feel like you have to tiptoe around a person, that's a red flag. There's something about the person that either you're fearful of or there's an issue there. Also, it's not my job to anticipate your needs. You know, friends aren't like children. It's not my job to determine what your needs are. Unless you're a visitor or a guest in my home, you know, I, I would, if you were in my home, I would say, you know, what would you like to eat? Or are you hungry? Would you like a snack? That's different. That's being polite. If you're in my home, then I would anticipate your needs. Like, do you need to use the restroom? The restroom is down the hall and to the left. That's different. You're a guest in my home. It's not my job to change myself to your liking. It's not my job to change who I am so that you'll like me or to please you. It is, now to flip it, when it comes to boundaries, it is my job to heal myself. We all have trauma. We all have emotional baggage. 
everyone. But it's my job to heal myself. It's your job to heal yourself. And the problem when when you're dealing with a narcissist, their trauma and their past childhood issues will become your problem because they project. They don't heal themselves. So they put it on you. But when you're a healed and healthy human being and you have strong boundaries, you're like, "Uh uh-uh, that's not my issue. That's yours. I'm not taking that on. And that's when you become stronger. When you heal yourself and you have strong boundaries, that's when you become stronger and that's when you take your power back. That's where your power that's where your your power lives let me say that again when you heal yourself you take back your power you rise up and so when you're dealing with a toxic person and they try to project their crap onto you you're like "Uh uh-uh nope boundary that's not my issue that's not my responsibility That's your issue. It's not my responsibility to listen to all of your problems and to solve all of your problems and to answer my phone or respond to every single text every time you contact me. I'm not at your beck and call. Friends are casual. They're not stressful. When you have a demanding friend, that's usually a pathology. Why didn't you call me? Why didn't you contact me back? I've been busy. And when you have a revengeful friend, this actually happened to me. I didn't go to my friend's baby shower. It was her um, daughter-in-law's baby shower. I didn't go. And the reason I didn't go is because my mom was in the hospital. My mom was a priority. And I told her I probably wouldn't be able to go because my mom was in the hospital. And I knew there'd be repercussions. I knew it. Even though I told her, and I was very clear, the revenge was shown and her not wishing me a happy birthday, and her not sending me a birthday present, even though I sent her daughter-in-law an $80 gift. It was a 30-pack of all these baby onesies, baby t-shirts, baby little socks and whatnot. I spent $80, but she didn't wish me a happy birthday, and she didn't send me a, a birthday present, and we were friends for 37 years. That's revenge. So when her birthday came around, I treated her exactly the same way. I didn't wish her a happy birthday, and I didn't send her a gift. If this is the way you're going to treat me, I'm going to treat you exactly the same way. That's not a friend. That's pathology. And I'm not dealing with your unhealed self. I've healed myself. I've, I've done a lot of work on myself. You know, I don't know what else I could have done. Uh, you know, I told her that I couldn't come to the, the event because my mom was in the hospital. 
I was waiting to see when my mom was going to be discharged out of the hospital. But that wasn't enough. That was not enough. So I had to distance myself from this person because that's not healthy for me. That's not a friend. Because a friend would have said, oh, is your mom okay? How is your mom? She would have been texting me saying, you know, I'm just checking to see how you're doing. How's your mom? I didn't get any of that. That's a toxic person. That's a person that tells me that she doesn't care. So that tells me I have to set bigger and healthier boundaries to protect me and to protect my energy so that I can be my true authentic self. If you're not going to respect me and my time, then I'm certainly not going to respect you or your time. That's where a boundary, a bigger boundary goes up. It's my job to leave when I'm not being valued. It's my job to protect myself when I'm being disrespected. It's my job to say no when it's not in in alignment. It's my job to say, that's not okay when you treat me poorly. It's my job to be mindful with my yes. See, when we have strong boundaries up, we don't allow the the toxic people in. It's like having a wall up. And if you're a healthy, normal, functioning adult human being, you can cross that wall. You can come closer to me. And if you're going to treat me with respect and kindness and be a true friend, you can come closer to me. But if you show me disrespect and you treat me poorly and you're manipulative, manipulative, you're outside of that wall. You go out. I am moving you to outside of the boundary. You're no, you no longer have access to me like you used to. Because I am treating myself differently. I didn't have strong boundaries in my past. I wasn't taught what boundaries were when I was young. So I would have bullies treating me poorly or I would people, I'd have people saying nasty things to me and I didn't know what was happening. I didn't know why they were saying and doing certain things. Now, as an adult, I call them out on it. If I have a bully that's being nasty to me, I say to their face, you are a bully. Move away from me. You are toxic, destructive, and hateful. Move away from me now. And I've said those exact words to people in my past. And let me tell you something. It works. (laughs) It works. Because when toxic bullies, when you shine a light on them and tell them how they're behaving and how they're acting, that's jarring for them. Because they're used to being manipulative and they're used to 
pretending that they're a nice person when in fact they're a covert narcissist with toxic, evil traits. So when you call out someone to their face, to their soul, you are abusive. You are a bully. That just might help them. That might help them change their behavior. I have zero tolerance for people like that. Zero. You do not come near me with that type of behavior. I had someone that I had to deal with. This is going back several years ago. This person, I, I, it was just toxic to the point where they would not stop, stop contacting me and contacting me through social media and creating fake profiles. And it got so bad that I ended up just calling the police. And the police were on guard. And so when you went into the police station, this person's photo was on the wall. That's why we have the police. Because it it turned into this level of cyber stalking. Cyber stalking is illegal. It's abuse. It's harassment. And I have zero tolerance for that kind of behavior. That person became obsessed. And that's the thing that I've learned about borderline personality. People that are borderline personality, they're obsessive. And they are the people that contact you constantly. And they constantly want something. And they constantly want you to help them. And it's this constantly drain of your energy. And then when you say no, they immediately become the victim. It's really fascinating when you really understand how this works. But yet they were the stalker. They were the stalker, the abuser, and then they immediately become the victim. But it's pathology. These people are very unwell. They don't have a stable sense of self. So the reason why they're called borderline is because they are border they border on being psychotic. Again, it's severe pathology. They're sometimes they're psychotic, sometimes they're normal. So they they border on you know being psychotic. That's why they're called borderline. Um but with when you're dealing with that type of person, you really really need boundaries. Because these people will, they're like the Tasmanian devil. If you allow them into your life, they will destroy your life. They will destroy whatever is beautiful or nice. They're like demons. I mean, this is just a checklist that I use to determine is this person, is this person healthy? You know, do they have a life healthy life drive? 
Are they focused on life and growing things? Are they focused on beautiful things and doing well and healing themselves? Or are they playing the victim and everyone's against me and it's all about destruction and destroying things and quitting? That's the death drive. Because if a person is trying really hard and they're healing and they're really working on themselves, that person's on the right path. If the person is always playing the victim and they're not working on themselves and woe is me, poor me, everyone's out to get me, that's paranoia. No one's, not everyone's out to get you. You know, if, if you feel like everyone's out to get you, you really need to work through why you feel that way. Because someone in your past was out to get you. But you need to work through that. A healthy psyche works through their issues. They face, it's like being in a storm. You can't, you can't go around a storm. You have to go through it. And it's the same with issues, whether people are, you know, people get divorced, people lose loved ones, you know, people get sick. Those are traumas. You have to work through it. Through it is key. Because if you ignore it or tune it out, that's when you start having problems. People say, I'm fine, I'm fine, everything's fine. Well, your behavior says otherwise. You know, sometimes we just make mistakes. But the key is to heal it and have good boundaries. Because when you have good boundaries, you don't allow these toxic people in your life. You know, it's one thing if you have... If you make a mistake, fine, you learn from it. But if you keep making the same mistake over and over and over, you haven't learned from it. Again, it's not my job to heal others. It's not my job to please others. It's not my job to make it work if the effort isn't mutual. It's not my job to continuously compromise. It's not my job to tiptoe around you. It's not my job to anticipate your needs. It's not my job to change myself to your liking. It is my job to heal myself. It is my job to listen to my needs and my desires. It is my job to respect myself and my time. It is my job to be my true authentic self. It is my job to set healthy boundaries. It is my job to protect my energy. It is my job to leave when I'm no longer being valued. It is my job to say no when it's not in alignment with my goals. It is my job to be mindful with my saying yes. I hope this is helpful.